Dad, it's either FTCR or Radio Disney. Hello, everybody. Uh, I'm FDA. And I'm Jonathan. And welcome back to another episode of Sonic Says. Um, you know, it's. I think this is the first time we've been quite regular in a while, because we haven't picked, taken like two months. Also, my <laughs> all my all fruit diet didn't really help, so... <laughs> um, but we're back again, we've got a nice, um, a, a smaller amount to talk about this week, so we probably won't go two hours as we have been the last couple of episodes. Yeah, we don't have any trades, I don't think. Next week, if we waited till next week, we would have, um, possibly have, uh, Scourge. Another Scourge. Um, oh, um, Saga Broken 7? Broken or something like that. Saga 7? Yeah. Oh, really? Well, yeah. then more to talk about next month, then. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what I wanted to bring up? Speaking of trades, because I didn't really give a fair shake of... Uh, oh, damn. Super special. The best of book. The best of book. Because um, I was like... He turned into Tim Allen? Yeah, I turned into <laughs> Tim Allen about it. I... Uh, went over to my neighbor and uh, complained about it, and he was like, well, you know, Tim. He's like, why can I never see below your eyes? Um, no, but actually, I, I flipped through it, and, like, it's a really, besides one or two stories, it's a really good collection. Um, so I, I think I jumped down on it maybe a little too fast. It is, like... It's not die. It's like somewhere. I believe it's somewhere in between a digest size and a select size book. Like it's it's a weird in size because of its height. In terms of terms of its dimensions. Okay. So I think I think it's a little wider than the um, the digest as well. Um, because it's like over two hundred pages. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a lot of material, and it's it's got a lot of stuff that have it hasn't been collected yet. Um, and, and a lot of that stuff is, you know, a lot of the stuff in there is actually pretty good. Um, if I, if, if I actually remember to bring it, I could probably better tell you what was in it, but, you <laughs> so know. maybe next, maybe next month we'll have yeah. an update on it. I mean, for ten bucks, I think it's, it's, it's worth it. If, um. Oh, a few hundred pages for ten bucks, it's, yeah. it's hard to sniff at that. Yeah, but I, I think I had heard that it, I, I think I was like, oh, Endangered Species was, is in it, and I automatically was like, oh claiming that is one of the... Then the funny thing is they um, referred to it as one of the most talked about um, storylines in the comics history. And it's like, yeah, that's true, but that's not a good thing. So I was like, you know, I, I was a little apprehensive about that, I guess. Um, but it, it is a really good collection. Um, but it is kind of a mix of a digest and a select. Mm -hmm. It's got that little... If I remember correctly, it's got that lower quality paper. It, it pretty much is just an oversized digest. But, you know, 10 bucks, it's really nice. Um, and it'll fill out some of your more recent, like, between 200 and uh, 250, your collection in there, if you don't have the issues. Well, maybe I'll pick it up then. Maybe I will. Hang on, pick it up. If, <laughs> if, if you pick it up, that would be a, a real um, uh, selling point. Like, Gareth actually picked this up. I know, right? He never picks up digests. <laughs> Um, speaking of that, before we go on to the, the book, let, let's move on to the just recently released Digest 11, just came out, and the big selling point is a brand new Sonic Comic Origins for Nicole. Yes, uh, and a little, um, a little side about this is that they actually changed the cover to this last minute, 
yeah? Yeah, the cover to this uh, originally had Nicole and Sally actually on the cover. And now I believe it's an edited... It's just a close-up of Sonic's face. But I think it's an edited... Um, edited from a cover of um, World's Collide, I think. I think it's one of I think it's one of the stocks on uh, one of the Sonics from there. Oh, possibly, possibly, yeah. <clears throat> uh, any word on to why that happened? I don't know. I'm not. I don't work at Archie. <laughs> I secretly do, but I can't tell you why. It, it, it's nothing much. It's pretty much just we um, we found out that Nicole is behind. You know, we, we knew it was a training exercise. Well, but, like yeah. Nicole is. I think we. Uh, they even mentioned it before. Right? They, I, so. I, 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 these origins kind of. They'll stick with you. Yeah. They're not the best part of the Archie series. And I think it's just because it's so brief and nothing really happens. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I get their idea. I mean, this one actually has some pretty... This one is... This one works because it's not Nicole explaining her entire life story. Just bits and pieces. Yeah, which... Actually, this is actually probably one of the stronger ones. I actually thought it was one of the weaker ones. See, I like it because it's so simple. It's not like... My father was a jerk to me my whole life, and then uh, like, because like, once like the ones like Rotor and it, it tries to cover too much, too in, much in yeah. like five pages. This is pretty much just like I was a robot, like I was uncreated, and I had feelings, I had friends. Okay, bye. It's like it's kind of like to the point. I kind of like it, you know. I, I guess from that, I, I would agree with, with you, but I did kind of like getting a little bit more of the back background. And I think to that point, maybe I would rather read a uh, data file <laughs> and get caught up. It's like, you know, okay, Rotor, this happened to Rotor. That's pretty cool. Well, you know what? I like it because there's a section where, like, Sonic's playing guitar and Antoine's cooking. Yeah. I like how Bunny, I didn't get it at first, but Bunny was styling her hair. <laughs> oh, is that what she's doing? Yeah. <laughs> I like that there's a nice one where Rotor's wearing an Eggman mustache. That's yeah. funny. I... And I think that's just really sad. Um, the, the, the where she's sitting what? in on um, what, Antoine's parents, Antoine and Bunny crying. Who's like again? I'm not too familiar with the history. Is this so? It's a it's a panel of um, Nicole when she was when she was like the handheld thing from yeah. Saturday just saying, it's On the screen it says, "Regret to inform you that your mother and father are passed their noble service to the crown." That's Antoine and Bunny crying. I'm going to assume it's Antoine's parents. I I would assume so too. But then in the past continuity, Antoine's father was attacked by Metal Sonic and died. No, Antoine was attacked. No. Antoine's in the old continuity, which has nothing to do with the new continuity. I think that they killed his parents off screen because there was a pre-established father figure. Because wasn't that wasn't, father? Wasn't that one of? It was that one of Ian Flynn's first stories? Was someone's father? Was it mother died? It's like Antoine goes to visit his. Oh, He's, um, that, it was um, it was Antoine's dad. So what happened dead. was Antoine's uh, evil Antoine took the place of Antoine and poisoned his father slowly to test out how he was going to murder King Max. And so <clears throat> it got to the point where too much poison was in him and he was going to die. So one of his uh, one of Ian's earlier earliest stories is um, a really nice piece where. Uh, Antoine introduces Bunny to his father, mm. and it's this nice conversation where it's like, "Oh, you're 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 very pretty. I'm glad that my son is happy with you." And then he dies, uh, and that's so. Antoine's dad was essentially poisoned by an alternate reality Antoine, which is horrifying. That kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's like I should have known from that uh, mustache. Actually, it was a scar, but you know, 
Scars, mustaches, same thing. Well, same stuff. And then in this book, in the Dodgers Eleven, they have um, Sonic Boom issue two. They have the uh, the rotor backup where he, Eggman fights in a giant rotor robot. <laughs> yeah, one of the worst things I've ever read in terms of this book. They have. Um, so is that metal rotor now? I don't know. It's dumb. They, oh, they they had the um, the light in the dark backup, which was during um, I want to say it was during Waves of Change. Yes. They had, and then they had those the consequences back up. They had the uh, oh they had the Sonic Dash adaptation. They have the Antoine, the Antoine Bunny, Bunny backup. They, they, so it's like a it's a collection of backups they for half of it. Waves of Change Part Four. They have oh they have um, Team Treasure Tango Part One. I'm just quickly flicking through this. Second. They also have Team Treasure Tango Part another part as well. Yeah, it's um, they had the so they had the uh, Sonic Generations adaptation, Total Eclipse Part One, Total Eclipse Part Two, and they have Control Part One and Control Part Two. And you, know, you know what? This has a nice collection of a lot of uh, modern stories. So that, you know what? I own most of these, so I wouldn't buy yeah. it again. But if you don't, and you have seven bucks, actually, pretty good, pretty good yeah. deal. This is pretty good deal. I have to say, um, the digests. Now are mostly collecting like, like new stuff. New stuff, because um, in the beginning it was like, okay, we're gonna you know um, do stories from the whole twenty years, and we're gonna collect other things. And then it was like, okay, uh, it, it dwindled down to like maybe once an issue. And now I feel like okay, they're gonna completely go away with that, and we're gonna get uh, repaints of. Repaints. Re- re- yes. That looks green. We're going to bring back Scourge, unofficially. Uh, but uh, it's rep- it's all reprinting new stuff that um, if you're uh, not currently getting the book, I guess, you can pick up and be fairly well caught up. Sounds good. Hmm? I was thinking, it, it, it's also probably because, <clears throat> because of the reboot, they probably don't want to keep reprinting. Yeah, keep so I mean, much it doesn't. Continuity in, in circulation. It doesn't matter. <laughs> So, I mean, the, the, that old stuff doesn't really matter to that. Yeah. It's confusing, um, for the most part. Uh, once in a while, the, like, Treasure Team Tango was part of the old continuity, but it doesn't, it, it doesn't affect... But I would say, Treasure Team Tango, you can, that, that could almost fit in this continuity, because it yeah. it's just game characters doing well, gameish stuff. You what know? I was going to say is, it, it doesn't really matter to the old continuity, and it, it doesn't it really... It isn't very Archie-ish, yeah. you know? You could That could just be, like, a straight adaptation or something. <laughs> when you say that, I think of... I think of, like, the really old stuff. Because <laughs> I really think that that stuff was, like, an Archie book, just with Sonic Just with the Hedgehog characters in it. <laughs> but yeah, and then, uh, moving on, the uh, three issues that came out, in order that they came out in, it's Sonic Universe 73. Mm-hmm. Spark of Life, issue three, part three or four. Song the Hedgehog, two seventy, Champion three or four, and Sonic Boom, issue five. What order do you want to do these in? Oh, do we want to go main book, universe, and then Boom? Or do we want to go Boom? I main my universe? order for this would be universe, Boom, main, because I want to say main was so good. I want to save it to last. Oh, okay, okay. So you're going from worst to last. Uh, no, if we were, if we were going worst to last, I'd actually go Boom Universe main. Oh, so, oh, okay. I was, I thought you said Boom Universe main. <laughs> um, so, Spark of Life Part 3 or 4, I think people who have been listening to the previous episodes would know I haven't exactly been 
issue one didn't really grab me all that much. Yeah. Issue two was an improvement, and so far issue three big improvement of as well. I'm liking this, but as the story yeah. goes, I think I think you said it best. This is is a story that will probably stand up a lot more to if when you read it as a, like to repeat viewers when you read it as a whole rather than the sum of its parts. Yeah, I um I wasn't so impressed with the first issue no. to begin with but you know after rereading it i really liked it um i think i think this story just uh takes a little more knowledge of being okay i need to be a little more invested in this or put a little more time into this than other issues like it's not um it's not like champions where you can pick up champions and automatically like enjoy it it's like you have to be a little patient mm. uh cuz this really like, here is where I was really, um, like, okay, this is where it's starting to go. Like, it's starting to go... Because there wasn't really a threat in the first two. This is where the threat picks up. It's most obvious, like, they, they've been kind of um, advertising the uh, phage? Are you fancy? I, I believe so. Phage? They've been advertising... Pihage? Yeah. Pihage. P-H-A-G-E. They've been advertising this character since issue one. But, like, this is the first issue where she does stuff. I'm assuming it's hmm. a she... Beige. I well. I don't know. I don't. Do, do we do? Do we do fan speculation? We can do that. On this because I, I feel like uh, the way the way like phrase it basically has kind of like this kind of Cheshire cat type mask and like well like, her her point. mask looks a lot like Cheshire from, from Young Justice. Yeah, um, I, I don't remember her mask in the comic continuity, but I assume it's and to me. It, it, to me, it's like I know it's probably like dated, but to me that looks like hair. Yeah. Coming out the mask. Um, well, even even something like smoke moving, they're like curves. Yeah. So it, it looks weirdly feminine. It's kind of feminine. If, you know, if it's not, oh well. It just... It's got a nice hourglass figure. Um, <laughs> so essentially, as, as it opens, we find um, the the thing that Sally had found that the uh, Dr. Ed, Ed Eddie was like, don't go near there! It was, it's kind of a shrine to... Um, his daughter, who now it opens, passed away. It opens on this chest, and her picture's on top of the chest. Is her body in that chest? It's a really grim Legend of Zelda. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God! I will say, it's kind of an anticlimactic open, because like the last page of issue two is like, don't go near it. Like, it looks like... He's going to like, murder gonna, like, her yeah. or something. And it's, it's, like, it's kind of a flat image at the first panel. Yeah. Not the most dynamic opening, I will say. I don't know, I, I like... I like that we just open on this because if you go from, it, it feels like a direct continuation from the story. I, I guess, but I like, like I like the. Um, I mean, I know I know why they have to end on cliffhangers, but just when you get it in the trade, it's just like it like goes from so dramatic to mundane like so quickly. You know, I don't know. That, that being said, I do I do think this is a nice page. I, love, I like I love the second panel that Sally panel. Yeah, like, Tracy's artwork and that face looks awesome. Like, there's so much, like, uh, Elodie has this, 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 like, mood about him through this page that he's just like, I don't, I don't want you to be here, I don't want to deal with this, just leave, like, um... Leave this place. Leave this place. The one you call your house is gone. Um, and then we go back into the cyber world where Nicole finally meets Phage, and, and they kind of have this little battle where... 
The cult thinks she wins, and then Phage is like, hello, well, no. She's, she, like, Phage is really creepy, like, observing her, and, like, I love how Nicole's like, whatever, you're just a virus, and then it's like, no! I, I can't imagine her... You broke my Tetris game! <laughs> I can't imagine her voice, anyone who ever saw the, um, the acclamation special, the adventures of Mark Twain, where they, um, they mm. meet Satan. Like, there's a bit, there's a really messed up scene where they meet Satan, and it kind of has this weird kind of, like, monotone androgynous voice like, mm. uh, that's how I kind of imagine Faye's dialogue when, she, when she's speaking that's just me yeah. I don't know about you guys oh, and then the past I like how uh, Uncle Chuck calls him L like like he's uh, part of the house of L <laughs> I imagine that Professor Elodie is actually she's uncle yeah <laughs> But this, I, 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 I kind of, like, uh, squeed when I read this page, because it's like, oh, he's building the, the roboticizer to help his, his friend's daughter. That's creepy and horrifying. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always liked the aspect. I mean, that was kind of a, um, that was kind of a, kind of a shock when you go back and watch, like, Satyam, and yeah. Uncle Chuck created it, not Robotics. Like, oh, that's kind of weird. I mean, obviously much more noble noble purposes than what mm-hmm. it ended up being used for, but still. Well, even in the old comics, like, he roboticizes his brother to save his life. Oh, Chuck did? Yeah. Um, and so he roboticizes his brother, but Robotnik, I think Robotnik tooled with it so that he would come out without um, free will. So he comes out, uh, Jules, uh, Uncle Chuck's brother, comes out. So and Son- Sonic's father. Sonic's dad comes out of the roboticizer and, like, is just cold, robotic, and doesn't really communicate or anything. And so Uncle Chuck just locks himself away and becomes, like, a chili dog uh, salesman. <laughs> I don't know, um, cart owner something? Whatever. He makes chili dogs for a living instead of being a scientist. They can be hungry for chili dogs. Ugh. I would love some. Franks, let's go. See you guys. This is the end of the episode. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe we'll pick up the, the, the halfway through this issue in the next one. I don't know. Um, there's a scene where I get the impression that uh, the doctor was making kind of Nicole as a replacement for his daughter, um, Nikki. Yeah. And, you know, there's a bit where they start having this argument where it's like, no, I didn't do that. That's why I gave it to you instead of, you know, deleting it because, you know, it wasn't because it wasn't a replacement for his daughter. And then they like, in this big heated argument and it's, it's a nice subtle thing where as the argument goes you notice the kind of dark guy a smoke appear more yeah. behind their heads and then Sally's I like, I love this argument because Sally Sally is just um, like telling it, like it gets to a really dark place like it's like oh Sally you don't want to say that you're gonna you're gonna mess this guy up and then she's like oh oh no like then she realizes which this I is after Champions. So yeah, I think they said it's after Champions. It's, it's before World Unite, but it's after yes. Champions, I believe. Because we haven't really been introduced to the Dark Gaia doing this yet in the main book, if I remember. Like we, they haven't, um, they haven't explored this aspect. Of With it. the exception of the Werehog, which With is kind e- of a, which is kind of this. Yeah, we haven't really. Had but that. it's. The werehog is 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 different. Like well, it, I, I would say, they don't they don't quite understand it as well. well. I would say the werehog was like because Sonic gets infected with a with a bunch of this dark yeah. guy, you know, which which 
I guess in the comic universe, I guess if Sally in, had a bunch of it, she'd turn into like a weird chipmunk. Or something. That would be awesome. <laughs> they should do weird characters for everybody. It should be there. Should be like you know how uh, Batman has uh, the vampire universe, uh, whatever it's called. Um, the vampire universe. Yeah. Um, oh, what? Is, uh, rain. Uh, Batman. Red Rain. Dark Rain. Something rain. Vampire rain. Vampire rain. Where everyone, every superhero in the DC universe is a vampire. Um, There should be a universe of Sonic where everyone is a werehog. We have like the game universe, the ice universe, the boom universe, the the werehog (laughs) universe. I'd be down for that. But yeah, no, I just, I like how emotional those two pages get. Because it's like, that's, uh, it's like, while reading that, I was like, I have to, like, I had to like, be like, oh no, you don't want to do that. Like it's it's um it was a really nice scene, mm. and then they escape and they they find the boys asleep. And Tails and Big they wake them up to try and have Tails and uh, Big hold off because they've been attacked by rum, possessed rum? by rum by rum by alcohol. She's an anti-alcohol book. They've been attacked by um the uh, rep- repossessed badniks and the dark guy creatures. So Sally sends out Tails and Big to kind of hold them off. Yeah. you know, as it were. And um, and then they, they uh, Sally comes face to well, they see Phage over the intercom, and Phage is like, "Nicole's mine now. You ain't gonna get her back." Finds keepers, loses weepers. Well, well, I mean, I guess Sally. I don't know. Did she even lose her? I mean, well, she ain't gonna get her back now, is she? No, no. <laughs> I don't like the idea that someone owns Nicole. Like Sally owns Nicole. That's well, that, I mean, technically, I guess that's well, true. Technically. The, the cold creator gave her to Sally. This is a really creepy and dark. <laughs> like, I own you, Nicole. Nicole ain't real, dude. What? She ain't real, dude. Like, even in the... Con- yeah, she's a... She has a personality, but she's no... She's like... Imagine her as, like, <clears throat> a... A more useful Chief Reapio. Chief Reapio is an item. He is owned by Luke Skywalker. That's horrifying! <laughs> he had a personality. He had... I mean, he could... He had interests, I think. Maybe. Yeah, he interests to serve his master, Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I'm gonna... I'm gonna help, uh... I'm gonna help, uh... <laughs> robot, robot right out uh, Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, like, sneak into the... Uh, castle at night and take the little handheld and be like you're free and then throw the handheld into the sky and then I forget that it's not a bird and then it falls and breaks and then I run away and then Nicole dies and then Nicole dies and then I <laughs> and then I uh, become a chili dog merchant because <laughs> that's the that's the that's natural when progression you, of things when you when you screw up in your life you become a chili dog <laughs> merchant I should have like uh, uh, like 50 stands now or something <laughs> <laughs> what happens if you screw up as a chili dog merchant? Like, you give bad chili dogs away. Ah, oh, then you have to be a freedom fighter. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> um, and then, so, they, uh, the code's been held kidnapped, so Sally is like, the only way for me to do this is to, kind of like the Digimon movie, go into the internet and fight yeah. it. I think, um, I think this mask looks, like, I didn't really watch this show, Code Lyoko. Was there something like this in code, like, that looked like I've this? I've never seen that show, but I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Uh, but you know what, like, again, not, not a lot happens in this. But, uh, you know, this was um, the best issue, I think, thus far we've had. Well, I mean, it really, it acts on what we were promised from, uh, from like, the first two issues. Uh, it's, it's 
everything collapsing under their feet. So I, I like it for that much. I'm sorry, it takes off her jacket. No! First time. I know. They, like, I took... Just the way that, like, sports bra on. I know! I, 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 I took notice of that. You I, didn't I, like I, that? I automatically opened the page and was like, Caroline, look at this! She's wearing uh, sports gear! But then, you know what? It doesn't make any sense. She she gets digitized with no jacket on. Her digital version has the jacket back. I don't like that. Can't well, really I mean, up. I think it's like, if you're in the digital world, it's not scanning your... I don't know... Is it... What I assume is that she, herself, image, has her wearing the jacket, so therefore she has the jacket in the digital world. But then if that's how it works, I imagine myself with a gun that can kill you instantly, I'll win. You could probably do that. I mean, also, she only had one blade when she entered the uh, digitizer. Oh, she did? Because she gave the other blade to Dr. Elodie. Oh, yeah. So... I, I believe she just thinks of herself as having two, so she has two. <clears throat> it doesn't really matter. I, I assume that you can you mind over matter the digital world. Well, exactly. Um, mind over matter. I don't mind and you don't matter. Yeah. There's a, there's a really nice part where um, Nicole is testing out her holographic body for the first time, and Sally... It's a, a flashback. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, Sally's it's in her, like, uh, acorn pajamas. Acorn. I love that. I'm like, I'd like a pair of those. <laughs> If I was an acorn princess, um, which I wish I was, you are to me. Oh, um, but I, I don't know. It's it's a nice. It's a little bit of a nice throwback to. There was a story where Sally and and Nicole, Nicole in the old universe, Nicole got her holographic body, and Sally found her looking at the stars. So it's a nice throwback to that mm. because she's. She's talking about, I wanted to see the stars. And uh, Sally's like, let's go see some stars. You're my best friend now. Because you, <laughs> because you grew a soul and a body. But, you know, um, I, I, I actually like that. I actually really like um, part three. I, I do. I think this is going to be, a, like, when it's done. I, it's I think it'll be one where, uh, you know, when we get the trailer and I reread it, but, like, you yeah. know what, this is good. I mean, it's a bit of a slow start, but as long as the end, I mean, that's... As long as it doesn't end up like Shadowfall, which is four issues of nothing happening, yeah. things are starting to happen now, you know. At least half of the issues have something happening. I don't know, uh, issue two had some really enjoyable... I like issue two. I, I, think was, I think it was just issue one was a bit slow. Yeah. I... Yeah, I mean, and I feel like... I really feel like it's got kind of that horror movie aspect to it, where it's like... Horror movies, I typically think of starting out slow and then they start to like ease you in and then boom it's mm. like you don't you don't care enough to spend like 20 minutes with the kids who are getting drunk and doing things they shouldn't be doing but you're gonna get that before they get murdered yes so and so um moving on to the next book we're gonna talk about sonic boom issue five this is the first stephen butler drawn book in a while uh first after the reboot even though this doesn't matter because of the reboot, but this is the first Stephen Butler drawn oh, Sonic really? issue nice. since. Also um, <clears throat> written by Bill Freeberger, who is the uh, uh, main creative direct writer of the Sonic Boom cartoon series. Yeah. Right away, um, you can t he, like it, it's really funny because right away it's like uh, you can you can kind of tell it's not Ian because you get thrown more into the universe. Because it's like, oh, hey, here's uh, 
Fastidious, Fastidious Beaver. Here's um, within on, on the second comedy chip. Well, you know, what? I, I don't, I had no problem with that. I had no problem with him bringing in. Oh no, I don't. I just, th- I, I just find it funny that it's like. Ian's writing it, and it's like you get like one panel of fastidious beaver, yeah. and that's it for like uh, four issues. And then you come in, and Bill Freiberger's like, "Let's just throw everybody." <laughs> in. We always wait what they on the um, character select section. No tails. I think first issue do not feature tails. What? Yep. No. Tails. You get Sonic, Eggman, Knuckles, and Amy, <clears throat> and Orbot and Cubot. Well, Orbot and Cubot are certainly more important than tails. True. So essentially, in this one, Eggman—it's <laughs> kind of a funny gimmick. Eggman wants to set, Eggman wants to destroy a bridge, so he's trying to set a bridge because he, he doesn't want to destroy his own bridge. Yeah. So it starts with him trying to sell to everyone in town a bridge. But Sonic says, "No one trusts you. No one's going to buy it from you. You're an idiot." And so he tries this book. To, he wants to get people to trust him so he can sell the bridge. So he gets this book where he tries things like being nice and helping people across the street and carrying groceries. All of which ends with him being attacked. And so he read, the last chapter in this book is, throw a party and people will come. I have to say, this is this might be my favorite splash page from Boom. What, the one with Ectoberfest? Yes, I want a poster of this yeah, that says, so... come to Ectoberfest, uh, like on the, on the like splattered across the top. I want this as a print or a poster. I do, it'd be fun. It's, um, it's just amazingly goofy and fun. <laughs> I love Eggman in the later like The later um, because So everyone comes to that, and then he realizes that he <clears throat> hired nobody to run the ride and stuff, yeah. and so he enlists Sonic and his friends to run it. But eventually no one trusts him and so Eggman like, you know what, screw it, I'm going to attack everyone. He attacks everyone. Sonic and Gang intervene. Pipso Bapto, there's the end. Pipso Bapto. Pretty pretty easy, um, you know, pretty simple story. Isn't it? Yeah. It's, um, I think this was the first comic that Bill Freeberger wrote. And no, sometimes it comes across that there's a few things. There's a few things There's that a, just a couple antiquated de- like devices story devices. Like, I mean, there's, like there's a, nobody uses the box... Like those little boxes for, um, Ex- well, for like for really, people. really blatant exposition. Which means like, like, and it, now these people enter. It's like we can see these people. There's, there's a bit where, like, when Eggman first senses his bad next to attack, you know, um, there's a page like where you see Narcos, Amy, Tails, and Six for the first time. It, there's a box that says, At the first sign of travel, Sonic's loyal friends arrive on the scene. It's like, that doesn't happen in this book, you know. Well, that doesn't happen in any book since like the nineteen eighties. <laughs> it's it's a really old device, and it um it's a little jarring. Mm, um, but I mean, but I, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not um I'm not uh, talking that. I actually thought this issue was pretty good. You know, was I thought it was pretty issue. good. It um it isn't my favorite issue of Boom. No, it would um, not. I'd probably say it's probably one of the weak. I mean, there's only been five. Yeah. But uh, I probably my full favorite. What's what's uh, what's above this, or what's below this? I thought issue four was a bit weak. Yeah, that is true. I I I, I would read this over issue four. Mm. Um, I think I would mostly read this over four for the splash page, just to get to the splash page again, and um, for seeing comedy chimp and all those comedy guys. Chimp. You know what? To go back to the artwork, you know what? Something that that struck me. Yeah. And I'm not sure if it, if it's because he hasn't drawn it in a while, or just because he's not used to the Boom Universe. But there's a lot of so Steve Butler was the penciler, yeah. And there's a lot of images where the characters are standing in in stock 
poses, like, like of like stock render art. Oh yeah. So like when 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 they introduce everyone, Sticks is standing as kind of her um shattered dimension pose. There's one after that when they all destroyed Amy standing in kind of the pose that her first yeah. reveal was in. So like I'm not sure. I mean I, I know that sometimes maybe he was, and like there's the one with um fastidious Beaver standing in his in his concept art pose. Huh. Anyway, <clears> no, <throat> nothing big. Like it doesn't. It just slightly took me out of it. I was like, oh, I've seen that pose. Maybe he was behind on time or something. It's like you know what? It it might have been that he's been given so many characters to draw that he hasn't drawn before like he gets the whole the whole background cast from Boone to draw yeah. and then the new designs for these characters that he's drawn before so he's like uh, I don't know again it, it, again it's very that's a very minor nitpick nitpick yeah. about that you know because the rest of it again the uh, splash page of with Elaine Hosen so good I know uh, so Stephen Butler isn't typically my favorite Sonic artist but I'm really happy to have him back uh, after such a long time you know um, apart from this, there are a few there are a few uh, poses he does which I really like like the ones yeah. where start, before he starts attacking there's a nice one of Sonic kind of like getting ready for action well like and that. I think his his Eggman he does some really nice body language with Eggman um, like on pages two and three he really gets the character um, like I, I like how Sonic runs up and screeches to a halt and then Eggman's like back on one heel and has his hands mm. up. Like I like that um like he really I, I think he really understands uh these characters like through their body movement. I will say there is there's one gag which made me laugh so hard. It's um so <laughs> it's not like his friends are helping out at the um, festival. Knuckles <clears throat> is one of the fast food section and all but goes remember Whenever try to upsell an order, when someone orders something, ask if they want fries. And someone goes, "I like to order some fries, please." Locals goes, "Would you like fries with your fries?" It's a really dopey joke, but it made yeah. me laugh a lot. I liked where Eggman's thinking, "Oh, he's going to have me jump through some hoops when he's talking to the mayor," and it shows him doing like like paperwork and like an eye exam, and then jumping through a literal hoop. <laughs> And, and then through three more hoops. I think I think that's one of my favorite gags. Like I, I think that was really funny. Again, it's just like you know, I'm not I'm not <clears throat> knocking the writing. There were some good gags. Oh yeah, in in this issue, you know, it's, it's, I think I think the boom work. I think I'm hoping the boom book is going to be just simple story, fun gags. Yeah. See, I think I think why this kind of stands out writing wise is because I think that he was coming at it from a. Archie no, no, from like the, uh, writing a script for TV, maybe. So, because it, it, it feels well, more I'm like pretty sure this was. His, I think he said this was his first yeah. comic book. Script. Well, because I, I, I can feel like I personally can feel how this would be um, translated into like a, a, a script for a television show. Hmm. I mean, I mean, like, just like the fact that it opens with kind of like Sonic, like introducing the yeah. stories, is a device that they don't normally do. Mm. You know, yeah. Um, but I think it, it doesn't. It doesn't. You know, if if I if you hadn't told me that that you know this was written by not Ian, mm. I wouldn't really. You know, I wouldn't be like, oh, it's laughing, laughing like Ian does it. You know, like it it fits in with the other four issues. It doesn't stand out, even though it's written by a different writer. To me, it doesn't stand out as being like out of place in these Sonic Boom comics. I don't. I, I mean, I don't feel like it. It it's out of place from like the Boom book 
like if I was reading the boom book, but I think I could tell that someone else was writing it. Mm. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to come off like I didn't enjoy well, it. I enjoyed it. It was um, again. I, I would. Um, I say this is, is the weakest of the three books <clears throat> we've read, but that, that doesn't mean I hate it. I know. It just means that the other two, I just you know, this was this was a good read. I mean, I laughed out loud a few couple of times reading this. Sonic using the Ferris wheel is like a hamster wheel thing. <laughs> like there's there's a lot of really good gags, and I mean it's really like I was I was I've been waiting to see like Comedy Chimp and the other guys in the book, so I, I like it, it is satisfying for that. Um, and Stephen Butler has some really really good panels. Like I love the the last panel where. Eggman says, a go-kart, you say? Like, I like that that face of Eggman. I'd like that as a button. Like, it's, it's even <laughs> this little circle, circular, um, like, uh, panel type thing. And I'd like that as a button. I think that'd be fun. I don't know. Just for the fact that Eggman is in Lederhosen, buy this book. Buy co- multiple copies of this book. Like I do. And, um... Actually, bringing up multiple copies of the book, book, I always get the variant. Um, the regular cover is this really awesome spaz art where... It's kind of, of, of like a parody of issue one. Yeah. It's kind of issue one, but it's got Eggman in place. Of it's, it's like an evil uh, evil <laughs> version of it. It's really intense. Like, everyone's running, and uh, the coloring on this is intense. It's like really it's, dark. I yeah. like it. It's really cool. Um, the other one is really neat. Um, it's uh, the Sonic Boom X-Ray edition. And it's... Um, who's the artist? Diana Skelly. It's good stuff. Um, Diana Skelly, Rick Bryant, and Matt Herms does the coloring. And it's... Uh, it's a, I like... I like how it makes no sense, because, like... There's just all this crud in Sonic, and there are no bones. He's like a squishy body made up of junk. Um... <laughs> He's, and this um, this proves the theory that Sonic eats rings because he's got rings in his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Sonic eats rings, proven by Boom uh, issue five variant. Yeah, color. Um, so yeah, so um, going from Sonic Boom five to Sonic the Hedgehog main book two seventy champions three or four. This <clears throat> I am lo- I love this issue, dude. I love it this too. This issue was so much. This was just like I, I've, I've been really enjoying the um, post reboot. I think we both have um, yeah. a lot. You know, there's, there's been a few slightly weaker issues here and there, but nothing terrible. But like this, this whole arc has just been nothing but fun. You know, this is like well, it's all desserts. This is is like the boom. This is like the main books version of Great Chaos Caper, for my money. Okay, nothing but just fun. Because Great Chaos Caper was just fun, you know, it was just goofy, silly, fun with good violence. Well, I mean, if you're a fan of the series, if you're a fan of, like, the games, or if you're a fan of, like, the comic, or if you're a fan of, like, adventures, like, this is really playing to what you like. Like, it's it's just giving you what you've wanted, and just putting whipped cream on top, because... Uh, I feel like, I feel like there's a lot of just fan service, like, this is, like... Almost all fan service. Fan service, the story. <laughs> much what like it's um, the story. I I have to say, like there's um, there's there's not much added to further like the plot as much as like other issues have done. 
Um, no, which yeah. isn't which isn't a bad thing. I mean, I think after reading this, I was like, you know, this this really hasn't moved the whole world shattered apart thing that much because I'm like, well, you still have a big problem, <laughs> you guys. Um, but you know, it's it's a fun ride, so it justifies not moving that story bet uh, farther. This, I'd say this it champions is more a story about the characters rather than actual yeah. story. And for that, like, because again, the, the last few stories have been you know they've been kind of not not super serious, but they've been kind of like they, they've been a slightly less jokey with actual themes about like the world and stuff. This is just more of a this have fun. story could exist outside of the overarching Sonic Unleashed. Oh yeah, this this is like almost completely separate, except for the werehog showing with, up with, once, with the exception <clears throat> of of like yeah, the issue two a little bit. Like this could uh, this could be this could be a universe arc. Yeah, that took place like next year or whatever. You know, this is um, this is totally one of those stories that if you got a friend in the fandom that hasn't read Archie Sonic, Sh- the, I, I would give yeah. This, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's actually that, yeah. Because when this trade comes out, this would probably be one of the best trades to give a fan. Yeah, you know, especially if you if if you have fans that are really apprehensive of like the Archie Sonic. Um, I, I think I think this really um, is just so much fun. So much fun. So how do you feel about the opening two pages? You know, I um I thought we'd get another Sonic Two Mars system reference. Yeah. Instead, we get a Sonic Heroes reference, um, which I like. It. Like this, the, um... I thought that it was Sonic Heroes was a pleasant surprise. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, I was opening up. I was like, oh, okay, Heroes. Yeah. I but what I'm specifically referring to is the whole Neo Metal um, Sonic Neo Metal Sonic thing, because I I feel like it somewhat implies that Metal Sonic has a crush on Breezy. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I thought it was more just a case of like, because again, in the context of, of um, this is to further his goals against of, Eggman. Of heroes, yeah. So it, it's just more of a sense of like he's he's Metal Sonic is kind of using Breezy in a way. Mm. You know, like, I don't. I mean, I didn't see any any instance of that at all. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a natural born shipper. But... <laughs> so you ship Neo Metal Sonic and Breezy. I don't know. There's just it's kind of uh, there's. I feel like there's this subtext, and there's even this little heart next to the Neo Meadow Sonic uh, uh, Eggman where she's and she flirts with him. Which I mean, I, I guess she would flirt with anybody if well, he's furthering her. That heart goals. is because he's acting as Eggman. Yeah, you know, he's in character. You know, I don't know. I thought there was something more to it, especially since there's the possibility of Breezy being a robot again. I think Ian Flynn said she wasn't. He said you'll sure. have to see. Okay. He said you'll have to see, and everyone on Bumble King is like, "You got to tell us, is she? I, I hope don't she isn't." Wait, tell us now. Yeah. Well, you, you, you unite now. Please, please, let's <laughs> unite. Actually, no. I, I like if there was another couple stories like this i could i could hold off on worlds unite i don't i don't need it right now i'd be fighting i'd, cha- I'd be fighting champions lost in a year yeah. <laughs> i'm loving this so much it'd be like it'd be like uh, a story arc in dbz <laughs> and then we get to um we get to a fight between bean and knack i love this so much i love knack um I, you know I, I love that i love how much sonic is enjoying this fight this i like there's 
Sonic has to comfort Tails, and then he's like, okay, back to the fight. <laughs> and I love that panel. I love his smile. Like, Wait, well, my favorite thing is, like, this is... I know I was a bit... Not exactly critical, but in terms of how, how like, cartoony the, uh, yeah. the artwork was in last week. This, so good. Yeah. Like, the how cartoony it is. Like, this is... I will say, I love the image. There's a bit where, like, they're watching Bean and um, Knack fight, and Tails is mad. He's like, I should, you know, I could, I should be down there fighting them. And yeah. I, I could take out any one of these guys. There's a really nice panel of Sonic where he kind of looks sad for his foot yeah. tails, but that that's a really nice bit of artwork. And then he kind of cheers him up by saying, "You know what, Terrence? Look, everyone knows. Everyone knows you. You know you're awesome. Everyone knows that you're my you're my go-to guy. Like the kid, like to, one of my favorite bits of um dialogue, like tells the kid who keeps Sonic running, tells the hero who saved Station Square, tells the guy who took one for the team and then mope about it all day." <laughs> And then, as you said, it's like, yeah, back in fun. <laughs> just, just look at his face there. That like, smile. Just... just that smile where he just wants to see Bean and Knack beat the ever-loving crud out of each other. It's fantastic. <laughs> I, I think this makes the entire, like, like storyline for me. Like, I don't know. They gotta, they gotta have something to... Um... There's, uh, there's a really good bit where, like, Bean kind of, like, kicks Knack in the face and does, like, this twirl. And then, again, this is such a... I, I'm, I, this has to be an in-joke to one of the games, but, like, he lands says, wait, what event is this? Hey, that plumber lied to me. It's like, that has to be, that has to be a reference, I think, to, like, the Olympic game yeah. Games, you know? But, but that was just... I was surprised, like, I was surprised by that. I was like, yes, that's awesome. That's not me. Bean has this look up the stuff, like, and it's like, that plumber lied to me. Ah. Uh. Then, but then being, but then I love how Knack just goes crazy, <laughs> just insane on on uh, on uh, Bean, and all he has to do to like keep him down is like you're unconscious now. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I just I I, I loved Knack since the because um, I think my first exposure was the uh, Triple Trouble comic adaptation. I've mm-hmm. loved I've, I've loved him ever since. I always like I liked him in STC. I well, at that point I hadn't hadn't I think, read it, um, I think so. it's STC where he was part of the chaotic and he, he was him, yeah and he betrays him I was, I was like, like I, I love that that's that cool and then there's a bit where um, <laughs> Sonic asks if uh, SBO feels satisfied by being getting bumped out there's a little flashback where Vector's just screaming at him over the phone don't collect the charges <laughs> it's like I thought you were a ninja how could you lose to that duck <laughs> and then um, there's <clears throat> there's a bit where we kind of start getting hearing about Breezy's motives where she's clearly been messing with the fight brackets because obviously you know Egg because we they know Eggman's involved yeah and obviously being in that work for Eggman so the fact that Breezy made it so they had to fight each other was obviously not you know meant to be part of the, the um the plan but I have to say Knuckles versus Amy I laughed so Jeez. hard I laughed <sighs> so so hard at the uh, I'm glad you know what like I'm glad they had Knuckles win because yeah. I, I honestly think Knuckles should... I'm, with, with the exception of Sonic, Knuckles shouldn't lose to anyone, really. I'm glad that they didn't really have a fight. I'm glad that Amy was so distracted that she didn't see it coming. Because um, yeah. I I don't really want to see that fight. Which is, which is I'm going to say, that's probably what... The, you know, I'm sure Ian... I'm sure Ian, yeah. Ian and people at Sega were like, don't actually have them have an actual fight. Because you know. I don't know, it doesn't sit well with me. Well, yeah, for that's some what happened in um in the when Sonic X adapted Sonic Battle. Yeah, they had a bit where like Sonic and Amy were meant to fight, but Sonic was just like, you know, well, I thought of it. Yeah, you, you, you know, you, you, you know, you, you go ahead, Amy. That's fine of us. Because I, I don't, and I don't want to be like, I don't want. I don't know. Maybe it's 
because I don't want to see Amy get pummeled by Knuckles. Well, again, like I, I, but I mean, and Amy, not to say anything, is because Amy can totally take hold her own. They always say in the book she's one of the best fighters yeah. they have. But you know, Knuckles is naturally going to like pummel oh, Amy, and it's like I don't really want to see that. Well, no, I want I, Amy I, to win. I, well, again, I, I don't think anyone, I don't think Ian or the artist yeah. or Archie would have actually written it that way. I don't know. Maybe the, maybe I'm just adding too much like weird like uh, like commentary on my own part because I'm like you know on one hand I want Amy to like succeed but on the other hand I don't want you know Amy to get like beat up by uh, someone <laughs> like it's just I don't know I'm very conflicted about well, it. but I think this was a nice this was a way nice to... thing because Amy's like you know or you know I can, I can take Nuggles. But then I have to fight Sonic. But should I? Should I fight Sonic? Should I let him win? Like that's she's thinking about it. Would he? Would she? Would he like me if I didn't? If I let him Knuckles win? Knuckles just like slams into the ground, which causes this is awesome shot of as Knuckles <clears throat> kind of causes an earthquake. Part of like the ground just flies off of Amy into it and just smashes into the crowd. And it cuts the Knuckles. Just goes I. I, I thought we were fighting. <laughs> I love how mad Sonic and Tails are. I love like, how, Sonic like, is, like, getting up in his seat, like, I'm gonna beat you. I love how, like, confused and, like, sad. I was, like, like, was just like, I thought we were having a fight. Like, did I, did I do something bad? <laughs> like, just, just, you know, Sonic is like, I, I'm, I'm gonna, like, for this. Tails looks so mad in that, in that show. But, like, Amy's face as she's flying off into the air, so funny, man. It's, like, this artwork is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Poor Amy is now in the hospital. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, it's, it's, like, I, I just, I'm like, what, Amy? I, like, I feel so bad, but I'm, I'm glad that that's how the fight turned out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, and then it's a bit where they go to, um, someone goes to fight, um, Honey. Yeah. She goes to fight Honey after Sonic promises Amy that he'll, he'll destroy Knuckles in the, yeah. in the final <laughs> fight. And there's a bit where Sonic's future with Honey, and she's like, you know what? I'm, you know, I just came at the come up my clove lines. You know, I'm gonna, you can win. Da, da, da. But then she starts, you know, like properly fighting. So it's, it's well, no, she says, she says, but that doesn't mean that I won't put on a show. Yeah, but no, do you think though she's actually being truthful? Because like when when she starts fighting, there's a bit where like she tries to pull the same move that she did on Tails. Do you think that she she would actually have thrown the fight? Or do you think that she was actually just lying to try and win? I think I think that she was just. Um, <clears throat> I think she was 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 saying that because she. Um, I don't think that she was going to throw the fight. I mean, oh God, what I'm trying to say. I think that she was going to throw the fight. I just think See, I, she. I, I just think she thinks that Sonic can can take it. I don't. I think she she wouldn't have. I. Okay, maybe, I, maybe we'll find well, the out. Last, part, the maybe. last panel where she's like, "That was so cool," and she's like happy about being thrown off. I, I feel like that kind I of guess justifies so, but it. But there, there's some there's some panels where like they're fighting, especially, and she looks evil. Yeah, especially with the one where she throws she throws Sonic like when he's like mid speak like mid sentence yeah. for him, where she has this like evil look on her face. I'm thinking maybe maybe she is just hmm. you know trolling these guys. She plans to win, but either way. I, I, there's, a, there's a nice bit where she tries to put the same thing that she didn't tell and Sonic's just like no yeah <laughs> like, grabs her by the collar and throws her out the ring I love that like I, I think that's hilarious and one of the best gags ever there's, uh, while these fights are going on there's a bit where Breezy's going through um, TV channels and there's Chow Boom where what? it shows yeah. like 
like the Sonic Knuckles and Amy Tails Chows, and it's like that's, that was one of Boomify. my favorite gags. They're like Boomify Chows. That was so funny. I love how it's on at six a.m. on Saturday too, <laughs> just like it really is. <laughs> and then they had they had the um the Sonic Man. That, yes, that's such a good reference, man. He he was asked about that like a week ago, and it's like, oh, it, it, you know, I might use that soon. Um, we see the president of Station Square. We do. We see. Wait, is that going to be the president? I, I think it. I think it is, isn't it? I, the president had uh, maybe, possibly, possibly could be a redesigned president. We see I thought, he, I thought space. he looked exactly like the president. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm re- remembering him wrong. Uh, the Challenge Space Three coming this summer. Yes. And then there's a nice bit where um, Nat gets the face up against Knuckles, and this may be one of my favorite fights. <clears throat> In the in this story arc, just because like Nat's obviously a bit worried because Knuckles is just stronger than him, mm-hmm. and so he's asking Bean and um, uh, Bean and Bark. Bark advice, and Bark just points to his head. It's like like Nat's like, oh yes, I'll get I'm getting to his head. I'll psych him out. That'll help me win. And when they start fighting, Nat just kind of starts insulting Knuckles. I love that he uses his spring tail. Was because mm. wasn't that uh, wasn't that from uh, in the games? Fighters, yeah. yeah, that's what he would do when he when he won. His taunt would be like he'd bounce on his yeah. tail, and like there's a bit where like he's just jumping around, going like, "Oh, you guys, you know, you, you're a constant screw up." And like you know, you keep losing the last of Emerald. He starts like smacking him on the head, and he's like, "What's the matter? You're gonna you're gonna cry about it?" And then he just starts poking him, and then Knuckles just grabs his tail. I was just waiting for you to stop. <laughs> and then there's these two amazing panels. Of no, just slamming him into the floor. Like, he's flattened. Like it's like the pain on his head. Like he must be in such pain. And he just he just punches him out there, and he goes flying. I think we need a counter of how many times people get like punched out into the bleachers. <laughs> <laughs> and also, the, the, there's a nice running gag where he goes back to the uh, Mirapis. Yeah, people. Where I forget. Um, Forget the guy's name. It was the shark. Razor. 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 There's a running gag of Razor keeps, um, like they they're obviously betting in Mirror yeah. and, and Razor keeps winning, with the exception of the uh, Knuckles and Knack fights where, um, I forget. I forget. Oh, the, um, the, the the girl. It ends with a Y. <laughs> um, yeah, that one. It's not Daisy. It's not Daisy. It's um. Well, I've got to rescue Daisy. It's something. It's something. Oh, she gosh. wins. Yeah, she wins. She um, wins. She's a she's a man array. She's she can do what she something. wants. Uh, and then Eggman gets a um, Skype call from Metal Sonic, and <laughs> I I I love that that's uh, that he's skyping. All <laughs> right. And uh, Metal Sonic is, is on his way. Eggman orders Bean to tell everyone they have a they are back and bark. To get ready because um, Eggman's tired of waiting for you know Eggman's gonna take plans in hand. Eggman's gonna take his plans into his own hands, and obviously they're gonna they're gonna intercept this this fight. Yeah. And the issue ends <clears throat> just as Sonic and Knuckles are about to take place, where Knack, with a sniper gun. This is a super dark way to end this story you with an assassination he's, attempt. He's a Mobius sniper. You might say that he's a fanged sniper. <gasps> and it ends with Sonic and Knuckles about to uh, face off against About to get shot in the brain. I know, right? Really, really, really good issue. Like, probably one of the best I've read of the reboot. 
thus far. It's just such all such. it's all enjoyment. It's like, just it's, fun. Yeah. It's just you know. Also, like I would love to see a cartoon of this. I want to see more. I don't know like, if they'd be able to do that though. <clears throat> if, if the book became this, I'd be fine with it. Mm-hmm. If this, like you know, if after World Unite, I'd be fine with this because like, there's some really good, really good artwork. I love the artwork in this. But, you know, there's there's a nice character moments like with you know when Sonic consoles tales. Yeah, nice little moment. You know, we get we get part of the backstory of, of of Breezy a little bit. We get more world building with like you know referencing Sonic heroes and stuff, and just some just some really really funny. Actually, again, the way Knuckles defeats Amy, just that that image is so funny, <laughs> man. <laughs> I can tell he's looking angry at him. Oh, hey, hey, how you doing? I'm good. Did you want to talk about um, World Unite solicits? Oh yeah, we can, we can talk a bit about World Unite. So again, it's, and uh, as these books say, World Unite in in three, three. in three what? Three issues. Three oh oh oh! I was thinking it was three minutes or three three months <laughs> or I mean three weeks. I guess it would be in three months. So but yeah, so they they've been announcing more of these solicits, and we're seeing more of the uh, twelve. The uh, so there's going to be a there's going to be twelve parts. Twelve parts, and even more awesome is there's going to be a twelve uh, twelve part connecting variant cover, variant cover which is going to become like a big poster, all drawn by Ben so, Bates. So happy about. I'm like there are three variants for each issue. Oh really? Mm-hmm. There's five for the uh, Mega Man fiftieth uh, anniversary. Uh, yeah, well, you don't care. One of them looks really variants. bad. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's one that it's like the front side. It's by Spaz, and the front side is Son. Uh, uh, the front side is Mega Man, and the back side is Sonic. Oh, yeah, yeah, but the front Mega Man side is just amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I really like that cover. Um. Yeah, you know, they always, like, it's like the last couple of anniversaries uh, for Sonic has been like a Mega Man crossover, and now the 50th issue of Mega Man's going to be Worlds Unite, and a lot of people, or there are some people, I should say, that have a problem with that, because um, traditionally in Archie Sonic, it's like every 25 issues, something big happens, and it's like a celebration of, yeah, we made it another 25 issues. Mm. And it's like, especially for Mega Man, it's like fifty issues. That's awesome. So it's like, it's like, would you have preferred personally them just go out with a like a guns blazing big Mega Man thing? Like, um, I don't know. Well, she like an actual X story. She the thing is, say say would you know would have happened? Yeah, they would have. They would have come to. Mega Man 3 would have just ended. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm trying to think of what they could have done. Yeah. You know, story-wise, it would have been that big. I mean, I haven't got, I haven't got a problem. The fact that it's, you know, that issue 50 will be a, um... Because the last time Mega Man did a kind of, like, anniversary special mm-hmm. issue, I think it's the worst issue in, in the series. Oh, that's right. Sonic's anniversary issues... I think generally are really good. Well, the pop, it's the like pop, 25 and 50 are, are the, the problem with Mega Man is that because they're keeping it in, um, they're following the game continuity, because they're still so early into the yeah. franchise, there's not so many things they can do, which is why they do that time travel thing last time, which is why I like that issue, because it's a bit of a mess, I think, yeah. in terms of the story. So I'm completely fine. Maybe if we get to like issue 100, then at that point we should hopefully have at least maybe four, five, maybe six yeah. adapted by that point as well, then we can do more of that. Well, and it's like people are speculating that 
the the whole unleashed story arc is going to end on one of those anniversary issues. So they're like, oh, you know what? It's probably not going to end until a hundred or until three hundred now. And it's like that's really long. That's that's a, that's like two more years of unleashed. I thought I thought, I thought they were going to end it after, after World Unite. I feel like I feel because they're closing the title. They're going to unite the world again. Boom. Whatever. I I don't want I don't want Worlds Unite to play that big of a, a role in the Unleashed story arc. I, I do. I'm kind of done. I'm kind of done with it. I I just I feel like it's such a cop out. I want I want at least maybe two more story arcs. Okay. I I think it should end soon because I, I think that if it if it goes on for two years, that's too much. <laughs> but I, I I think that. To respect the story, it needs one or two more arcs. Well, it has been going on two years. It's been going on since, it? since oh. the last reboot, which was two years ago. Oh, you're right. Holy moly. I would this say is a long... Like, you know... <laughs> take up take up space in the universe and take up space in the main book and, you know, end it, end it relatively soon. I mean, and it's not like I haven't been enjoying it. Because it hasn't been... I've been really enjoying it. And it ha- it hasn't been um, it hasn't been annoying. I would say I've been enjoying the stories onto themselves rather than yeah. the fact that it's part of a bigger picture. You know. Yeah. So I've been... I I I just think that the bigger picture part hasn't been um, fully realized. Which yet. I think I think it will come into World Unite. Okay. Um, so the, the big thing, one of the big things that was announced that um, when I say World Unite, they don't just mean Sonic and Mega Man. A bunch of uh, Sega and Capcom franchises are going to be in this. Um, I actually, in uh, February, um, in, for Valentine's Day, me and my wife, Carrie, went up to Canada to visit Niagara Falls. Yeah. And I had the uh, pleasure of actually hanging out with Ian Flynn for um, a little bit, met him and his wife at a cas- uh, casino. And he told me, he said, um, something's going to happen in Act 3, which is going to get spoiled by the solicits, but it's going to make everyone go insane. He went him what it was, but then like a few weeks afterwards... They released this this uh, promo yeah. image of like Sonic, Mega Man sticks, and Mega Man X, and all these kind of blacked out characters in the background. And every day, IGN would reveal four four new characters, and it was revealed that during this, we're gonna have like Knight, Speedy Hatcher, Ryu from Street Fighter, Beautiful Joe. It's gonna be this big, big, you know, uh, uniting of all these different franchises, which is amazing. I mean, I, I mean. Some people online have been like, you know, they'll probably, every character will get like one panel. I doubt that, yeah. I doubt that, if this is again Sonic and Mega Man, I doubt that those other characters will get much yeah. in terms of time, but still, just the fact that they're well, doing it is amazing. It's like, I believe the first two, the first half of the story, at least the first half of the stories, for first half, maybe first, uh, three quarters of the stories like solicits have been revealed and there isn't really anything about them so I'm it, imagining that act last act, well, it's, it's like act three in World Unite yeah. all the robot masters you know act three World, so act three World Collide all the robot masters act three World Unite all the franchises everybody, come everybody. Yeah. so I, I'm feeling like it's going to be crammed to those four issues which might not be a bad thing um, but I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of thinking maybe this will open up some doors because it's like why doesn't Street Fighter have a comic? They do. 
Do they? Street Fighter has a currently comic, Street Fighter has a comic that's about to come out actually published by a different company. Capcom and oh, Archie actually had to get approval. Well, no, but not approval. Like they basically Capcom went to actually Udon Udon Entertainment, the yeah. company who in uh, published in America the uh, history of Sonic book. Okay. They've also done a bunch of cool Mega Man art books. They actually they have the they have the comic rights to it. Capcom went to them and be like, hey, you know, like we know mm. you guys have this from. Had the right to the comic book world. If you if you if you can't do it, that's cool. But would you be opposed if Archie used it for this crossover? And Udom, because they're awesome, were like, no, yeah. man, go for it. That sounds cool. I didn't know that. I didn't know that they were getting a new uh, comic. Mm-hmm. They did. Yeah. Yep, coming soon. Because um, I was like, well, this might open the doors to more uh, yeah, Capcom and more uh, like a beautiful Joe series. Beautiful Joe. Or a I'm Knight hoping again, again. Like, I'm hoping for some Nintendo. I know it's not part of this franchise, but one day maybe Nintendo. Archie doing like a Mario book. I think it'd be fun. Or Kirby book. Yeah. Or what's happened with Kirby? Uh, you know, Bobby would love me. Would love some Kirby books. I know, I know, I know. I know. What, 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 what. <laughs> Just Sonic. You know, get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, it, it Sonic it, Weekly. In Jonathan's, get rid of everything. In Jonathan's ideal world, a Sonic Mega Man crossover would be just Sonic. No Mega Man. <laughs> Sonic meets Sonic. Not Boom Sonic. Sonic. So Sonic Generations. Sonic Generations. But... You know, the same Sonic. I actually asked on Twitter, I asked Ian if there's any way we'd get like a kind of, kind of like Turtles Forever, like Sonic yeah. event. And Ian was just like, I wish, but no. <laughs> never, never gonna happen. Apparently, apparently, there's all kinds of legal hurdles. It's yeah. because Sega owns all these Sonics, but like they can't use them, you know? Because I would love if Sonic met up with um, like all the other versions of I'm Sonic. Like, like, uh, like Game Sonic, Archie Sonic, Boom Sonic, STC Sonic. Um, like Saturday, you know, well Saturday Saturday morning is the cartoon. And, well, Saturday morning is so separated now from uh, Archie. Archie that you know I think it would be interesting. To Underground go, the OVA. Yeah. Oh, the OVA would be apparently amazing. the OVA is completely off limits. Yeah, from what I apparently like, like they can't even use Knuckles' hat. Yeah, it's just so off. And I'm like, for you, like Sega, you only Sega have a history of kind of like. Not being able to use stuff they make. It's kind of like, like I'd love to know the legal hurdles they have to go through to do. It's stuff. like if if Hasbro can like if Hasbro owns most of the stuff that was created in the Marvel like GI Joe Marvel Transformers books. Why why doesn't uh, why doesn't you know the same thing happen to uh, with Sega? Because it's like they they had to um, print Death's head. In other Marvel, in a in a one page Marvel story in other comics, uh, to retain before he appeared in Transformers, so that they'd retain the rights to Death's Head to actually you, you know own him. So I, I don't under I, like I don't um, I don't know why Sega doesn't have such a clampdown on that. I think going forward they will. I'm, yeah. I'm sure, sure everything to do with Boom onwards they'll like make sure <clears throat> and like the movie as well. Yeah. Do you think we're gonna get a movie adaptation comic? Most likely. I think um, rumor has it we're getting a movie adaptation game. I'd be surprised if we didn't get a movie adaptation combat. Because, um, do you, so, oh, last movie adaptation comic book that I got. Wow. Ninja Turtles? Oh, actually, no. It was, um, oh, I was thinking it was X-Men. But it wasn't. It was actually an issue of the Green Lantern movie crossover that I picked up. Flipped through and never got another issue of <laughs> Movie adaptation comics are typically the worst comics out there. I didn't mind. They have the worst art, the worst writing. It's I didn't. You know terrible. what? You know what? I like the um, adaptation for the first Spider-Man movie because Stan Lee wrote oh, yeah. it. Huh? It's pretty not bad. Was it was it hokey in a fun way? 
I, I, it has some really good. There's some really good. There's my favorite bit of Spider-Man dialogue. A bit after Spider-Man rescues Mary Jane, he like sets her down, mm. and he goes, and she goes, "How can I ever repay you?" He goes, "Give me cash." That sounds like Stan Lee. That's, like, that's a really good lie. I like that. Um, but you know, typically the art is like, okay, we gotta make them look like the people, so it suffers. Like it really, um, it really suffers for some reason. That didn't suffer like. They don't really look like the actors. I'll show yeah. you after we wrap okay. up. But, um, but yeah, this is a pretty good, I think, good month for Sonic Books. It's going to be a good year, I think. Would I'm feeling it. I'm, uh, would you not, my friend? Because I, I, like, I'm, 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 I was not excited when I, when I first, you know, heard about it. I was like, ah, really, again? So soon? I thought, it, I, was, I did think it was too soon. Yeah. I did think it was too soon. But with um, how it's going to start with them being corrupted... And I like I like the the thirty six. I like the thirty six. Oh yeah, I I was not. I'm like hey, you know maybe that's a little too much with the uh, other Capcom and Sega characters, mm-hmm. which I'm most probably mostly excited for. I mean I don't play much games outside of Sonic, but uh, I am excited to see like Ryu and, and Guile and people like that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like I saw Guile on the cover and I was like holy crud! Uh, the old American hero. You know what? Yeah. William Fitz, because you, you know Guile special movies. No. Sonic Boom. Oh, yeah. Huh. Ooh. Good night, everybody. Ooh. I was trying to do, like, uh, creepy ghost whistling. <laughs> you know, we call this show Sonic Says. We really should end on something that Sonic says. You know what? I'm going to be... I'm going to tell you something. I, I, I am not a fan of the name Sonic Says. Not anymore? Or? I never was. Why? You came up with it, didn't you? Bobby did. He wanted to call it Sonic Says. Oh. Well, he's not. I he can't, hasn't been I on the podcast. I can't for... say no to Bobby. Oh, no. It's like I don't. I don't get why we have a Archie podcast, and our title is from the Avengers cartoon. I don't. Well, well, you know, there's breezy in this comic, so it know, works. Bobby knew. Bobby knew. See the future. <laughs> well, I mean, they they always had Scratch and Grounder, like yeah. ever since issue like six or something. Yeah, they're better years on the book. Yeah, well, because they don't they don't really fit in. They should do. They should, they should move over to the Boom Comic book. Scratching Grounder. They'd fit in there perfectly. Yeah, they would. They'd take up too much time from uh, Orbot and Cubot, though. Nah, Scratching Grounder the best, I don't care. <laughs> so, um, thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you uh, next month where we, we review Sonic the Hedgehog 270, Sonic Boom Issue 6, and Sonic Universe 74, and hopefully a trade or two. Yeah. And then Sonic says, read. Read books and other things. Because that will make you a better person. Sonic said that, not me. Sonic says don't do drugs, kids. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to an FTCR podcast. Please subscribe and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts.